Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC's orthopedics team, offering hip, knee, joint, spine, and back treatments. Learn more at upmc.com slash centralpaortho. Welcome back to The Spark. I'm Anaya Falcon, and I'm joined by my co-host and executive producer, Scott Lamar. Today is Friday, and it's time for our Ask Me Anything segment, which we are always very excited about. This is the time where we can answer questions from our audience members and give you a chance to get to know us a little better. If you have a question that you'd like to ask us, you can send those questions to the email address, thespark at witf.org. So let's start off with one pretty fun question here. If you had to describe yourself as an animal, which animal would it be? (laughs) And I would say for myself, a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now people are, you know, putting that uh, image in their head. Yes. And and most people wouldn't describe themselves as an animal that large, but right. and folks, let me tell you, Anaya does not resemble in any way a four-legged animal that is big. Okay, oh, so why a horse, Anaya? Well, I think they're very they're a very kind animal. Um, at least the horses that I've come in contact with, uh, they are reliable. They can be fast and they can be gentle. I think they're a beautiful animal. They have a sort of majestic way to them, and I, I would love to be considered, um, you know. So, so what thing. part of that would you like to be? The gentle, the fast, yes. the uh, all those things. Yes, the okay. majestic. <laughs> the majestic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you say gentle, though, I have to tell you a quick story. Okay. Um, Most of the time that I've been on horses, yes, no problem whatsoever. But I did ride this one horse that the owner said, okay, now, he can be a little wild sometimes. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, well, I've ridden. So, you know, I wasn't that concerned. Well, this horse did what he wanted. No matter (laughs) what I did with the reins, which way I went, he had a mind of his own and he had a goal. Let's get back to the stable and so, you know, he went into briar patches. I was wearing shorts. Probably shouldn't be wearing shorts with uh, oh, no. riding a horse. He took me into a briar patch. He ran full speed on a hard top road, stopped at a stop sign when I saw a car coming up. He stopped on his own, <laughs> even though I was yanking on the reins, and then went straight back to his stall, oh, stood there by a fence. So I was a little bit shaken at that point, but... <laughs> That was the only horse that I've ever experienced that I would say was uh, not gentle. Yes. He, he was a little bit on the wild side. Depends on the temperament. Yeah, sure. I, I guess. <laughs> Should have heeded the warning when uh, yes. the stable owner said, yeah, he can be wild sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a bronco horse or something. <laughs> uh, as far as animal goes, I've never really thought about it. But uh, I don't know. I I guess one of my favorite animals is probably a white-tailed deer buck. And for maybe many same reasons as you describe a horse. Fast, majestic, careful, sensitive, all those things. So, yeah, okay, I'll go with a buck. I love that. So if you could be a mystical creature, which creature would it be? Okay. Mystical, 
I'd be a ghost. Hmm. All right. Now, I don't know if that's mystical or not, but I'd be a ghost because I just like to, you know, go through walls and, you know, go anywhere I wanted and, you know, not be a mean ghost. More like Casper. Okay. More like Casper. Casper's a nice ghost. Yeah. Casper's a friendly ghost. That was his that was his deal. So, yeah, I'd be a ghost. How about you? I would be a mermaid. A mermaid. Yes. Okay. Why? I, I love to swim. I just I think they're magical and majestic once again, and um, I would just love to be in the water twenty four seven. I wouldn't want to be like Ariel and <laughs> venture off. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you you want to, you just like to stay close to home? Yes. Atlantic Ocean, Pacific Ocean. Ah. Uh, Pacific. Pacific. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want some warmer water? Yes. Okay. Definitely. All right. All right. So a mermaid in the Pacific. Yeah. Speaking of warmer water, where's a place where you would desire to live in the future? You answer this first. All right. Well, for me, I would say Miami, even though, you know, there are some challenges with the weather, of course, there. I think it would be pretty cool to, you know, be somewhere where I can go to the beach anytime I like, go to the pool and just kind of enjoy the sunshine. Mm. Mine would be in Florida as well. First of all, let me preface this by saying that uh, I love Pennsylvania, and I really can't picture living anywhere else seriously. (laughs) But I have thought, and my wife and I have actually talked about it, but not seriously, uh, but talked about it in general terms. And that would also be in Florida, but... uh, in the Clearwater, Florida area, Tampa area. Um, well, yeah, it's beautiful. Plus, I have another reason you know, and I, if our audience familiar with me, uh, sports is so important to me. Yes. Phillies training Clearwater, Florida, spring training in Clearwater, Florida. Mm-hmm. I've been down there several times, just gorgeous. And th- the sand is the best sand on the beach I've ever seen. Wow. White sand, it's sugary, it doesn't get hot. You know that sand like uh, an ocean city that uh, on a hot day when yes. you're walking across the sand and burns the bottom of your feet yes. unless you have flip-flops on? I know that too well. I know. We all do. But this sand doesn't do that. I've been there when it's 88, 90 degrees, and the sand is still cool hmm. as you're walking on it. So Clearwater, Florida, Clearwater, yeah. Clearwater Beach. And sorry to switch up the sort of mood here, you know, while we're talking about a beautiful beach and relaxation, but I want to talk a little bit about work. All right, <laughs> it's okay, the opposite end okay. of the spectrum. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing about going to work? I really enjoy what I do. I really enjoy uh, hosting a talk show and preparing for it, learning new things, talking to people. I just I I enjoy the whole the the whole part of it, and uh, I can honestly say that there's not a day in the last uh, 15 years that I've been hosting or producing a Smart Talk on radio that I haven't looked forward to to coming in. Yeah, I think my favorite thing is getting to learn new things every day. Of course, with all the research that we do on all the topics, you know, it's. It's great to know things ahead of time, but I feel like there's always something new, you know, something different that sparks my interest, (laughs) um, sparks new knowledge. 
one of the things that uh, a talk show host has or a, a good talk show host has is you have a little bit of knowledge about a lot of things hmm. because you are researching so many different things. doesn't make you an expert on any one thing, but – you said about uh, knowing things uh, ahead of time or right. a little before er everyone else. It's kind of the same thing that uh, uh, you you know a lot of things. I can. I've always have felt that uh, having this job and researching for it and reading so much that uh, I could have a conversation with almost anyone at a party or a social setting. To a point. <laughs> yeah, to a point. And you talked about knowing things. One thing that we didn't know that was going to come up, you know, a few years ago in 2020 was the COVID-19 pandemic. So what's one thing that you miss uh, that used to take place before the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, you go first. Okay. Let me think about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. I think for me, I really miss just feeling free you know, around people and in close proximity with people. Uh, you can't help but to think when someone coughs or, you know, sneezes, you know, are you safe? Um, and also just the need for the close interaction with people I think is important. I think in a world where remote work is at such a high demand, it doesn't seem as important to people to really kind of have that in-person interaction. I'd agree with you on freedom. I think that uh, we've come to uh, get – we've gotten used to a, a lot of the things that have happened over the last three years. Uh, I still, when I approach someone for the first time, don't know whether to shake hands with them. Uh, people don't bump elbows as much anymore. But uh, you, you, I don't know. I find myself just kind of letting them uh, decide how, how we're going to greet each other. So that I think I'd agree with you, that freedom part. Mm -hmm. Well, it's always a pleasure speaking with you, Scott, and doing these segments it's with fun. you. It's a lot of fun. If you'd like to ask us some questions, you can send them to thespark at WITF.org. You're listening to The Spark on WITF, your home for NPR and discovering all things local. I'm Anaya Falcon. And I'm Scott Lamar. Have a great weekend.